0: The Money Show. The Africa Business Report.
1: The Africa Business Report brought to you by RMB, your corporate and investment banking partner, Traditional Values, Innovative Ideas. Chris Bishop, Nigerian multimillionaire planning to build a Joburg style man made forest off the coast of Africa. That's good news, I think. Well, it's taken 130 years for Joburg's forest to grow. Um, Just how fast can uh, Ronald Chiguri do this?
0: Well, it's uh, going to be a lot faster than you think. And funny enough, um, in the gloomy times, uh, I was quite uh, tickled to read this story. He's a guy we're looking at uh, a, um, as a cover story for Billionaire Tomorrow. But essentially, it's going to be very quick because what they're doing, they're actually growing the trees, 200,000 of them. They've got nurseries around Lagos and they're going to transplant them out to this floating city which is going to be called the eco-atlantic city it's been on the go for ages i mean how covid never 19 never put pay to it, i do not know but it's going to be like a, a green city it's um i think it takes its uh, inspiration a little bit from dubai and what's going on there there's lots of stuff there there's going to be solar panels for everybody led street lights that take up uh, less electricity and cause less carbon. So uh, bearing in mind, um, it's just off the coast of Victoria Island, probably one of the most congested places in Africa, if not the world. Uh, I think it's going to be like uh, a breath of fresh
1: air. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um you finally caught up with your with with, with your man you've been tracking tra- tra- for a while now the ugandan billionaire patrick bitaturi um and he's what well, i think he's the telecoms guy isn't
0: he yeah he made a fortune out of uh, as he always says putting more cell phones into the hand of ugandans than anyone else in history you got a company called simba telecom and they got in quite early in the mid-90s into the um, telecoms game when there was only about 30,000 landlines in Uganda. But uh, I got him on the line this week for our billionaire talk spot. And uh, I can tell you what, I mean, the guy, he, I mean, at the moment you probably know, Uganda's thinking about maybe locking down again uh, because of COVID-19. But he's very optimistic about the continent and investment. But he opened up in a way that billionaires really do. And uh, he told us the harrowing story about his father who was murdered in the days of the Idi Amin regime in the early 1970s, and uh, it was awful. I mean, he he opened up completely. It was a harrowing tale, and he was telling how him and his mother had to go and search. I mean, he was shot, and his body was dumped, and had to go and search the morgues, the rubbish dumps, Mm. the hospitals, the police stations. And when they finally got it, because he was the eldest son his mother insisted that he go and identify the body at the age of 13. He was a child, you know, but and funny enough, he said that obviously it damaged him for life. But he said that moment was what made me a, a multimillionaire because that moment I got that steel in my soul that helped me to become a successful. And he would never, he said, have been um, tell you who he was if it wasn't that terrible family tragedy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I suppose nothing can scare you after that. Uh, Strive Masiwa, who is one of the most astonishing uh, entrepreneurs to come out of our region, our part of the world. I mean, he's a Zimbabwean, we'll claim him. Um, And he has done so incredibly well now on the Sunday Times Rich List in the United Kingdom because he's been there for ages. Um, Is he... He's not a traditional sort of upper-crust individual who appears on the Sunday Times rich list now, is he? That's the Queen and the Duke of Gloucester and the Duke of everywhere else gets onto that list. Not a guy from Zim.
0: Well, that's what... Um, there was a bit of controversy around it this week. In fact, um, I was reading in the, uh, the satirical newspaper, Private Eye, they were venturing that the Sunday Times are suddenly, in quotes, discovered strive Masiwa because as you say um, the richness is normally full of so many sort of rich well-heeled white people they wanted to um, sort of diversify the list and they suddenly discovered him even though they were venturing that he'd actually been eligible for years to be on that list but uh, yeah it's incredible I mean the guy's worth about 1.6 billion I mean admittedly he went to school in Edinburgh in scotland when he was about 12 years old and he spent a lot of time there he set up his company there a couple of decades ago in england and he's got deep roots there and that's where he's based but one of the sad things about uh, the stride masiwa story i mean i was talking about it on twitter in the week and um some people were asking me oh like why why is this guy who is he etc where's he from and i said from zimbabwe By might and right, I said to a young person. And I said, it's a shame, really, that a lot of people in Africa are always talking about billionaires, millionaires around the world. And when Africa produces its own billionaires uh, through sweat, toil and tears, people actually, oh, I don't know who he is. And remember that name, Strike Masiwa. I think he's got a lot more influence to come on the continent yet.
1: Chris Bishop, founder and editor of Billionaire Tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for our Africa Business Report.